Welcome to Subjectively Correct Sports with David Henderson and Anthony Montague. Hey, David. We're back. We back. Um, I haven't seen you in four weeks, three weeks? I don't know. Certain. I, I think it's been about 40 pounds since I've seen you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've lost a little bit of weight. So, and I'm losing my patience. Huh? Weight, lost weight. Wait times. Patience. Huh? What? It's a real good joke, David. <laughs> okay. You'll wake up in the middle of the night and, and laugh to yourself. Uh-huh. I'm you won't sure laugh out loud. It'll be one of those inward laughs. It's like a, instead of an LOL. It'll, it'll be, be a... one of those things where you say, oh, that's funny. Uh-huh. But you don't actually laugh or smile. Okay. <laughs> Is that like your wheelhouse of joke telling? Like, I <laughs> yeah. won't make you laugh, but I will make you think, oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people say, oh, that's funny. When they don't really think it's that funny, but yeah. they know you're going for funny, so they say, oh, that's funny. People also say, oh, that's interesting, when it's oh. not very interesting. So what, I think you know if people think it's interesting if they ask follow-up questions, yeah. right? So as a teacher, I don't get a lot of follow-up questions, <laughs> right? Because I know that seniors in high school, they're there, most of them are there to get the credits and move on, yeah. right? And so I'll ask something like, okay, any questions about this grammar principle I just taught you? You know, subject-verb agreement. Super exciting. Any questions? Blank stares for hours. And I, I get it. I'm like, okay, guys, I get it. Let's talk about how the Dallas Cowboys lost and didn't get to the playoffs as one, in one of the worst divisions. That always makes me feel better. So my board, instead of having the records up there now, I have 49ers in red ink that says number one seed and Cowboys eliminated. Oh, makes me feel good. That's, that's funny. And interesting. Got a story for us? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now let's get to that. I've been sitting on these uh, for so long, since last year, David. Uh, all right. It's we fun. have two tales of crime gone sideways. Okay. So, um, this story was published on December 24th. It's Christmas-themed. You David. have been sitting on it for a while. Yeah. It's Christmas themed. So a man with a white beard and a big sack, um, <laughs> a big bag, okay, um, stood outside a bank uh-huh. and started just throwing cash in the air what? for passersby to pick up. Was he dressed as Santa? Perfectly. Uh, no, he wasn't dressed as Santa, but he did have the beard. And if you look at him, you would say, hmm, he could be a mall Santa. Okay. Okay. Uh, like a so like, like what a, what a merry generous act you would say right absolutely just give him money away like that rapper that's getting all sorts of crap yeah. for throwing money to the homeless unfortunately uh-huh. five minutes before that took place yeah he was holding up the bank oh and stealing from them and putting large amounts of cash into the aforementioned sack okay so a bank robber turned into a Robin Hood yeah it's a Santa Hood. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Santa Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Santa Hood. Robin Claus. I like Robin yeah. Claus better. Well, yeah. Um, so after he emptied all the money, he then went to the nearby Starbucks and waited for the cops to arrest him. <laughs> he just sat down and was uh, appeared to be waiting, you know, when they showed up, like he was expecting them. Hey, oh, hey, Greg. Hey, Bill. Yeah. I'm ready to go in. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did he get something from the Starbucks? Did he take like a stolen 20 and buy something? No, no report of him taking anything or buying anything from the Starbucks. And also no report on if he has an attorney. I think he may actually be the real Santa Claus. 
I think this is going to be like a modern day miracle on 34th Street, uh, where we find out like his defense is going to be that he is Santa Claus. So it'll be like he's insane defense, like that'll actually be the defense. Hmm. But he'll claim to be, and he may just be. I've watched enough holiday movies uh, over the past month to know that there is a greater than zero chance that this man is the actual Santa Claus. I think he didn't have enough money to buy what he wanted from Starbucks, so he had to <laughs> rob the bank to buy a drink at Starbucks. And he didn't want to seem like a jerk who robbed a bank, so he gave away most of it. Yeah, he wasn't caffeinated well enough to think clearly, right? And he had so to keep enough for his, his venti, venti mocha skim chai. Sure. I know what one of those words means. <laughs> mocha? Skim. Chai. Uh, okay, so if that uh, felonious tale of generosity... That makes me think of Cats. <laughs> which apparently is a horrible movie. <laughs> That's what I've heard. If it's as bad as it looks, I don't know. Like, the only cat I believed was a cat was James Corden, because he looked like Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know he was in the movie until I read a headline about Ricky Gervais making fun of him. <laughs> the Golden Globes. So. James Corden will pop up in interesting movies. Like, he's in he's in uh, The Last Jedi for, like... Is Two he? seconds. He blows up real fast. He's in an X-Wing and he blows up. Oh, that's hilarious. He says, like, there's too many of them and he blows up. I'm surprised uh, he wasn't, like... I so he, he filled the role of, uh, what's-his-face from um, A New Hope that also got blown up, who was kind of a heavier guy. Oh, Porkins? Yeah! <laughs> Come for me, Porkins. Porkins. Which one's Porkins? The chubby one, of Sometimes course. Sometimes George Lucas was a little too on the nose, right? <laughs> like... The, the Mon Calamari. Right? Yeah, the, yeah. The fish species yeah. named Calamari. Uh-huh. And like Han Solo's by himself. <laughs> so, well, was that, do you think that was his intention? I, I'm sure it was. But something I hate. Because that didn't come out till the Solo movie, right? That like definitively, like. That's why, because he's by himself. Yeah. But what I don't like is he's an orphan, right? He doesn't know who his parents are. Yeah. He knows his first name is Han. I don't know if he gave himself that or whatever, but his first name is Han. And then some Imperial. I Han! And nobody, don't let me down. So he uh, he goes up to this imperial officer, and an imperial officer gives him the name Han Solo. Yeah. Like, what a terrible opportunity, right? Like, how does he get his name? He should have named himself Han Solo, because that's how he is. But no, some imperial recruiter guy is like, Han Solo. What, what's the name that um, Andy in Parks and Rec always uses for his, like, FBI? Oh, <laughs> is, is Burt Macklin. Burt Macklin. <laughs> And what's uh, Janet Snakehole is, the, is his wife. <laughs> and then uh, Michael Scott from The Office. Michael Scarn. Michael Scarn. That's how uh. you do the Scarn. <laughs> okay. And now for your next story. Yes. All right. So a Colorado man in early December was apprehended by just a random citizen. What? You while can do he was, that? Well, he was confronted. Okay, okay. Confronted by a random citizen as he was trying to steal their car. Oh. So the person, uh, yeah, confronted him. They called the police. Uh, but while the police were coming, the man escaped. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, moments later, there's a, another reported attempted uh, carjacking or Dude. car burglary. Car, what is it called? Grand theft auto. Gra- auto larceny? Whatever it is. Who's the attorney in here? Uh, Not me. So, down the street. 
down the street. Yeah, like, maybe, even, maybe like the next street over. Let me find the, the actual story. Says, but he didn't like run to another block. He was just like hundreds of feet away. No, just down the street oh, is no. the quote from from the sheriff's office. Oh no, let me read it. Moments later, however, authorities found uh, Mr. Todd Sheldon, thirty six, of Jefferson County. Todd uh, found Sheldon just down the street trying to break into another vehicle. And as deputies approached him, he was basically, he he said, I'm trying to steal this truck. So, hmm. not a great car thief. Also, um, does not know his Miranda rights. Right. He does not have to say that. No, I would love to be the detective on this case. <laughs> be like, wait, you have him on body cam saying what? Okay, so that was early December, okay? Mm-hmm. So, someone pays his bond, okay? So, he gets out, awaiting trial, blah, blah, blah. Well, um... The week of Christmas, all right, there's another call. Deputies respond to a report of a man breaking into a car. Mm. And when they arrived, they saw, guess who? Todd Sheldon. Mr. Todd Sheldon. Come on, Trying to break into another vehicle. As the cops approached him, (laughs) his shoulders sank. He lowered his head. He said, I really suck at this. Come on, Todd. If there's nothing I love, it's a self-aware criminal. That's right. Right? I'm really bad at stealing cars. (laughs) So, I wonder, like, what training he did between each car thievery. Of course, the first two, they were one right after the other, so we thought, maybe I'll get lucky this time. But then I wonder if he, like, I wonder if there was, like, some uh, 80s training montage of him, like, picking locks badly at his house and, like, music playing in the background and him, like, exercising his fingers intensely with sweat down his face while the guy was yelling, you gotta get it, Rock, or something. (laughs) Well, he's smart enough to know he's not good at it. But not smart enough to not keep doing it, right? So Different either either he, either he's like addicted to trying to steal cars, sure. regardless of his efficacy, right? Or what I think this is is some kind of elaborate initiation. Like he's trying to get into the secret club, and the task is steal a car, and he really loves the club, really wants to be a part of it, and has no skills in Grand Theft Auto. Let's let's flesh this out a little bit. Yeah. What type of club would require its members to steal a car before it could join? Maybe like a magic club. Like sleight of hands a skill. Sure. Maybe you can sneak a coat hanger into a sleeve. Okay. <laughs> Cause can't you use like a coat hanger to pop the lock? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I was thinking maybe like a Hot Wheels club. Okay. <laughs> or like something a little more nefarious, like maybe a gang. Oh. Well. Maybe organized crime. <laughs> But in where in, in in whole Missouri, where was that? Where what? would it take place? Colorado. Colorado. Okay, I saw a picture of this guy as you were as you were reading the article. Yeah. He did not look thirty six. He looked like a fifty year old man. Yeah. So uh, he's maybe falling on some hard times. So well, maybe he really read it, really needed some cash. Yeah, meth is a is a dangerous drug. Yeah, you just jumped right over that line. <laughs> I was li- I was walking right. <laughs> yeah. Subtlety is not. Uh, like, I was like fine too with a scalpel. Yeah. And you were like mule near smash and I, uh, meth. Hey, I was trying to think, like, what crime would I be really bad at but think, no, nah, I can do it this time. That's how I am at carnival games. <laughs> I've spent a lot of money at, like, the state fair. Like ring toss. Yeah, ring toss. Mm-hmm. Or there's this one where they have, like, a um, a backboard and then, like, a basket underneath the, bas- back- underneath the backboard. And all you have to do is just, like, you have to throw the ball. It has to hit the backboard and land in the basket. Right, but it's at an angle. Yeah, those are okay. Rigged, yeah, and um, and they'll show you, they'll show you five times in a row. Oh, here's how you do it: just a little toss and with a little bit of spin on it, and boom, in the basket every time. And you try it, and you like 
you're like five feet away from the basket. I did it once. Nice. That was the problem, though. I did it like on my second try. And so since then, I've thought, oh, I can do this. I've done it before and haven't been able to replicate my success. So I, 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 I get what he's doing, right? It's like mm. maybe in earlier in his life, he stole a car successfully, right? And so he's trying to regain that glory. I think my thing is telling jokes. <laughs> yeah, you're not good at it. Right, but I keep doing it over and over again thinking this time it's going to no, be different. I take that back. You're good at it. You're a high volume shooter. Yeah, I think we've talked about this, yeah. actually. I'm like, who, who is that? Uh, who's a high-volume shooter in the NBA right now? I, th- I think the high-volume shooter's kind of going away, right? Yeah, like, um, I mean, Harden is a high-volume shooter, but he's he, efficient. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. He, he, yeah, so I wouldn't classify him as a high-volume shooter. I would just classify him as a high-efficiency sh- shooter who's yeah. shooting constantly. Uh I, w- I don't want to say Kobe Bryant, because that would mean like I'm super successful at telling jokes. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't, I don't know. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I can't think of any high-volume shooters in the league right now. That's crazy to me. You don't have to. Yeah, okay. It's all right. Uh, That's all. That's all I have, David. I don't have any more funny stories. How was your trip to Nevada? I liked it. You drove the whole time. Yes, we drove. Uh Not me, myself. Heather and I changed. Did you drive straight or did you stay the night? No, we're not crazy. Yeah. So we drove about nine hours. Then we stayed overnight in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then we... Did uh, you take a wrong term? No, no, I turned left in Albuquerque, actually. Okay. Actually, from here, if you turn left in Albuquerque, you end up in Mexico. So we kept going straight, actually, throughout. What do you mean from here? I'm You're saying from, if you look... I meant from it, there. So if we're driving from, from East Texas to Albuquerque and you're traveling west, if you turn left... You end up in Mexico. I see. If I'm looking down, if I have the bird's eye view of your travels, mm. and I'm following behind you. Sure. Okay. Do you know how left and right works? It changes depending <laughs> on where you're looking. Well, that's what I was saying. You said turn left. Yeah. Because mm. I'm heading west. Got it. Look at a map, okay? Uh-huh. You're looking at a map. But it's your left. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I'm so confused. Why so you was, had a nice time with family. Why was I excited to come back to this? I don't know. <laughs> I did. It was great. Uh, it's busy. It can be very busy visiting people because we have a lot of family there. But I found enough time to wreck a side-by-side, so that was good. Uh, I wouldn't say wreck. I tipped it over. What's a side-by-side? It's like one of those like, all-terrain vehicles, like a, like a doom buggy type uh-huh. of thing. So it's like meant to look like the cage? desert. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Heather, my wife, and I were riding, right? Uh-huh. It's my father-in-law's. Oh. He loves it. It's a really cool thing. And I, 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 we were turning not very fast. I was driving. And the tires were spinning out a little bit. Apparently, I- instead of like slowing down to gain control, I should have kept the tires spinning so that it maintained the slide. Yeah. But the tires locked up on me and it started tipping. But it was really slow tipping. Okay. Like, like when you're in a dream and you start falling over. Yeah, like right? a cow. It was really slow. Right? Uh-huh. And uh, boom, we hit the ground. And it's crazy what your mind does in these situations. Do you right? have a seatbelt? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, boom. Heather and I, we, uh, we're in the car. We hit the ground on my side, on driver's side, right? And I was like, check myself. Am I hurt? No. Turn off the engine. Look up at, look up at <laughs> Heather, right? Literally look so up. So, are these like harnesses that you're in? No, they're just seatbelts. Okay. They're, they're heavy-duty seatbelts, so. And I look up, and I was like, you okay? And she was like, yes. So, I had to undo my seatbelt and fall to the ground, uh, gracefully, I might add. Okay. Okay? Like, imagine a, a, imagine a ninja cat landing on its feet. That was redundant. Now... Imagine if that ninja cat had the grace of Terrell Owens. Okay. And that's what I looked like, mm. unhooking myself from the seatbelt. So I land, and I look up, and I have to... Why Terrell Owens? Huh? <laughs> what? Why Why that reference? I don't know. I guess I could have gone with DeAndre Hopkins, or... 
I don't know. It's just what came to mind. Why a right wide receiver? Why a wide receiver? Yeah. It's football season. Ballerina. They're the name most the, like name a famous ballerina, David. Anya Petrolova. No. Yeah, she was the the prima ballerina at the New York Ballet for a couple years. You don't know anything. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. How long ago? Was this in a book you read? No, no, no. So, I don't know. It was in... I don't know, dude. Anna what? Huh? Anna what? Anna Petrolova. Hmm? Why are you smiling so much? Because that look you get on your face. I'm really bad. I'm really bad at telling the truth when people question me, right? Like when people, you fail lie detectors. I do. But telling the truth. Like, what's your name? David Henderson? And I'm like, I'm sweating. Like, my heart's beating. People are like, that's a lie. What's your real name? David Henderson. That's... Then I start giggling because it, yeah. My wife gets me every time. Like, even if I'm 100% telling the truth, did you buy me a Christmas present? No. And then she'll be like, did you really not buy me a present? And I'll be like, no, I didn't buy you a present. And I'll start like, giggling and stuff because she gets on my face, really, really? And I'm like, ah, Anyway, what were we talking about? Famous ballerinas. Yeah. Your grace in falling out of a car. Yes, and so I had to look up then, and I had to hold on to my wife uh-huh. as I reached around and unhooked her seatbelt, and she like... So you're standing outside the vehicle at this point? No, I'm, I'm still in it. You're in it. Okay, her, got yeah. it. And so she, I unhook her seatbelt, and she kind of like falls to the ground, and like I, I brace her fall so she like falls slowly. What did you brace it with? With my arms. Oof. For whom? <laughs> that could go really bad for you either way. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I just say, if I had to be caught, uh-huh. I would want something more fleshy <laughs> than me, <laughs> than you. Right. Well, you are significantly larger than my wife. <laughs> yeah. That's not saying that's true. Okay, that's not an insult to you because she's a very petite yeah. person. No. Right. But I totally get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But right. fortunately, you were not there, uh-huh. and it was my wife. Right. So anyway, I caught her, lowered her down to the ground, and we had to call my sister-in-law and brother-in-law to come with the truck to help us right the thing. Mm. My father-in-law, who side by side I was crashing yeah uh was at work ah. and they were like "Ooh, maybe we can just hide it from him until he gets home it's like not safe so i just texted him right then and there like what happened uh-huh. i cut my fingy i got a boo-boo on my fingy oh and there uh-huh. might still be some blood on the ceiling of his side by side that i forgot to Gross. wash off he could clone you make a better version but if i'm cloned it would be exactly like me right well almost cloned just you know manipulate the midichlorians oh is that a Star Wars reference? Yeah. Okay. Is that what you want to transition to, or do you want to talk football? Nah. Okay. Thanks. I think we will at some point talk uh, Star Wars. We're going to spend about five minutes on sports, <laughs> and then talk some Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Did you watch the football game? You were traveling, so you didn't get to see the football games this I weekend. Caught, I caught some highlights. I was highlights. able to watch the end of, which one was it? Some One of the AFC games. I watched the, ends, uh, the end of Texans-Bills. I watched the last two plays of Texans-Bills, mm. which were the only two plays that super mattered, right? Where Deshaun Watson gets hit by two defenders and clearly should have gone down. Oh, yeah. it's one of, Yeah, it's, he got hit on either side, and if, if only one of them would have got to him, he would have been tackled most likely. So if the Bills were a little less good at, at defense, <laughs> yeah. they may have won that game. Or if one just would have went high and the other low. Oh, but then they would have called roughing or some such yeah. garbage. But that was an amazing play. It really Whatever was. it was, it ended up being an amazing play. He ends up uh, getting a throw to uh, an open receiver in the flat after scrambling away from two guys that hit him hard. Mm-hmm. And then he ran off and he flexed his arms like, ooh, I'm strong. And I was like, you don't look super strong, but that was really impressive. <laughs> and and he just says me. And anyway, but it was a great play. Then they kick a field goal and they win it. It was cool. Uh, you feel for the Bills a little bit. Uh, yeah, they lose on a, a field goal in overtime. They've lost on missed field goals. They're a tortured. I was trying to think about this. Like, who are the tortured fan bases in uh, in professional sports right the now? The uh, the Bills for sure 
you know, they didn't they probably didn't expect to win the game, but they had the game. Like they yeah. were they were up 13 nothing at half, right? And you and figure Josh with that Allen defense, was actually like playing good football. Yeah. And you figure with that defense, they're probably going to win the game if they are up 13 nothing at half, right? That mm. that's what everyone was thinking, I'm sure. Yeah. And then they kind of collapse and just get a field goal in each quarter after that. I I mean, credit the Texans for, for keeping their heads, for making adjustments and putting up the scores they needed to to win that game. But, yeah, you do kind of feel for the Bills. I imagine they started, like, pile-driving stuff through tables yeah. after that. The maybe most, um, I don't know if it was exciting. I mean, it was exciting at times. But I think the most exciting game was the Viking Saints. But but the, the game that I thought is, like, the most impactful or the one that has the most significance is, is the Titans-Patriots because... Tom Brady lost in the wild card round for I don't know when the last time he lost in the wild card was. It was the first time he's played in the wild card the round first in a time, long time. Yeah, a long time. Especially at home. And he didn't look like Tom Brady. Like, granted, he doesn't have a lot of playmakers around him on offense, right? Yeah. It's when, a bunch of no names. But when, yeah, when Julian Edelman is your number one target, yeah. like you're gonna struggle on offense a little bit. And they have been struggling for mm-hmm. the second half of the season. I mean, everyone said they're a paper tiger because they were playing bad teams well, in a bad division and they weren't playing that great on offense. In fact, their offense was kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, I said it what four, six weeks ago. They're like the worst ten and one, ten and two team I've seen. Ten and three team. You nailed that, dude. Um, nailed just because they were winning, but it wasn't in dominant fashion. Uh, and the Titans, ever since they made the switch from Marcus Mariota to Ryan Tannehill, the highest rated passer this season, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill has been leading this offense to victory. I mean. I don't think anyone could have guessed it. He no. was he was a cast off in Miami, right? Did he bounce around or did he go straight to the Titans? I don't know where he was. He did bounce. He went from Miami to Tennessee and then mm-hmm. won the job over Marcus Mariota. Yeah, right? well, I would say Mar- Mariota lost the job. Like he was just, I mean, whatever semantics, right? Yeah. But but Mariota, it was his job, and he just was not performing. Well, what's what's interesting there is how long do you hang on to a top two pick? Yeah. Because if you remember, it was it was James Winston and Marcus Mariota who went one and two in that mm-hmm. draft, right? And they hung on to him for, I think, as long as props to could. Props to Winston for being the first quarterback in NFL history to have 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in the same season. Should that be the Mendoza line of the NFL from now on? Well, like I feel like the Mendoza 50/50? line has to be... Okay, 50-50, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't know that anyone like... 30-30? Will get that. I mean, it's just like... So, because if you're throwing 30 interceptions, usually you're not playing well enough to be in... To be playing that long, yeah, right? Yeah. To, to have that many reps. Feast or famine with that guy, man. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that so the Titans are an interesting example of you have a quarterback that you draft really high. How long do you hang on to him? Yeah. The Browns might be in the same situation with Baker Mayfield. Is he progressing the way you want him to? We'll do you hang see on to after him? they get a guy who's not named after a room. The oh, kitchen joke. Kitchen yeah. joke. Well, I don't know who their new coach is now. It's hard to... I mean, the coaching carousel, whatever. What I don't like about these coaching hires is uh, we just don't know. Like, and everyone says, this is a good hire, this is a bad hire. You know what, this is a results business. We'll know yeah. if it's a good hire three years from now. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, don't... The one hire I don't like, though, is the Dallas Cowboys hire. Like, bringing uh, yeah. in Mike McCarthy, I, I think that's weird to me. Yeah, and we'll get back to the games in a second. But it, but the, the Mike McCarthy hire here in Dallas just seems to me like, oh, who has been a head coach before? Him? Okay, let's hire well, he's him. He's able to keep one eye on the playbook and one eye on the field. Is he cross-eyed? 
He got a lazy eye. He got a lazy eye? Yeah. How about that? One of uh, one of my favorite teammates in football was uh, named um, Carson Overman. Yeah. He, he had a bad, yeah, yeah, he had a bad lazy eye, right? Such a good dude. His lazy eye was epic, though. And so one time he had a play where he ran a counter <laughs> from the left side, and then he countered back to the right, right? Yeah. And as he was running, a, a defensive end came untouched to just stifle the play completely. He spun away from him and ran up the field for like a 15, 20-yard gain. Uh-huh. And one of the kids on our team said, it's unfair, he could see two directions at once. <laughs> Good dude, Carson. Uh, I like him a lot. His brother, Cass, was my age, and the dude was stout. That kid was like epic ripped, like ESPN body issue ripped in 10th <laughs> grade. It was crazy. Like, I felt bad getting changed next to him in the locker room before baseball games and stuff. Okay. So it's just like, oh my gosh, how'd you get that muscle? It's crazy, dude. Super ripped. Um, <laughs> good dude. Both of them really good dudes. All right, so we talked about um, the Viking Saints, or we alluded to it. It was an <gasps> exciting game. Okay, we're in the upside down, Anthony. We are absolutely in the upside down. Like, I'm expecting everything to be different. Okay? Like, you're on a diet, you're losing tons of weight. Right? <sighs> Someone told me I look like Ryan Reynolds while I was in Nevada. Okay. I mean, thanks to that guy. And then, I mean, Ryan Tannehill beats Tom Brady. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins is slinging the pill and winning games for the Vikings. Yeah. What here, is going on? Here are our quarterbacks left in the playoffs. Deshaun Watson. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say Marcus Mariota, but that's not true. Nope. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Lamar Jackson. Yep. Kirk Cousins. Uh-huh. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. Uh, uh, um, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, and Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Okay, and the two best and most decorated quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, are playing each other this weekend. So after this weekend, we're going to have three out of the four quarterbacks left who have not done anything in the playoffs except what they're doing this season. That's crazy to me. Chances are we're going to have. Chances are. The, the Super Bowl winner will be from a team that has not won in a very long time. It's either, I mean, at this point, it's either going to be the Texans, the Titans, the Vikings, the 49ers, the Ravens, the Seahawks, Seahawks or the Packers. Packers, right? And so three of those teams have had recent, relatively recent success, right? right. Packers, Seahawks, uh, Ravens. Right. And the Saints too. It, I mean, they're well. Saints are out. The only team, uh, not Saints. I meant the Chiefs. So the only the only well, team that yeah. would really surprise me if they won right now would well a couple teams. If uh, the Tec- Texans, Titans, and and Vikings, if either of them won, I would be very surprised. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, think so. any team from the NFC could win. It wouldn't surprise me if any NFC team won, mm-hmm. uh, and it would not surprise me if the Chiefs won. Uh, I think the Ravens too. or the Ravens, Chiefs yeah. and Ravens. But everyone else, like yeah. But I feel like that's how it is every year. There's like four or five teams. That you feel like, okay, they definitely have a chance, and it wouldn't surprise me if they won, and the rest are like, oh, you're figuring they're going to lose. I'm interested to see um, how teams game plan for uh, Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah. So we've seen we've seen the running, throwing quarterback before, in, in probably not to the degree of Lamar Jackson, but we've seen Michael Vick, right? Yeah. We've seen a Colin Kaepernick. We've seen these guys who have incredible arms, but also... Um, can can beat almost anyone in the league in a forty yard dash. Okay, and what has happened traditionally is it's worked over the course of a regular season, and then for whatever reason in the playoffs, maybe there's just more 
I don't know, you're playing better teams, for one, um, but, you know, maybe the, the teams have enough film on you now that you know your tendencies a little bit better. That seems to be less effective in the playoffs. Yeah. Will that be the case with Lamar Jackson? I'm really interested to see that, if not this week, next weekend when presumably they play the Chiefs. Right. We'll see. That, that'll be fun. If I want, I want a Lamar Jackson... Patrick Mahomes, AFC Championship. Oh, that would be so fun. And I want an Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, NFC Championship. That would be amazing. State Farm would go out of its mind. Wouldn't it? Oh, my goodness. Those commercials. So one thing that we forgot to mention, you said that Ryan Tannehill led the Titans to a win over Tom Brady, right? He threw for a whole 72 yards. That's right. And Derrick Henry ran two, for two 182. Fumbles. Yeah. No. Derrick Henry ran for 182 yards. Yeah. So no, it was it was Derrick Henry. Or, but, but, but Ryan Tannehill... Didn't give the game away. That's the I truth. mean, he, he tried to, he, but he, he did it. So I love, so while, and I, I learned this listening back to a podcast today, yeah. that a winter storm came into the New England area before the game started. Uh-huh. Do you know the name of the storm? It was storm, Winter Storm Henry. Oh. And then Derrick Henry runs for 182 and really stifles that offense. It's How about life that? Life-imitating nature. Huh? What? Huh? What? Uh, all right. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Did you like that, David? Did I like that? You like that? Did I like that? You like that? Did I like that? So that's Kirk Cousins' famous saying, right? This is you like that 2.0. I I don't have the audio pulled up, but it'd be fun to play it. Uh, he's given a, a rah-rah speech in the locker room afterwards. He's a, and at the end, I got three words for you, and I think his voice cracks. I think oh, it does. It cracks I, every time he calls for the ball, too. You like, like that? He's like, ready, <laughs> Yes, he set, does. it really does. What? 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 It really does. It's really hard for you to take seriously, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand that, like, you don't need to be, like, to be yeah. a quarterback in the NFL. But I come, like, John Elway was the quarterback I've yeah. grown up, right? Like, John Elway. By the end of the game, he'd be like, oh, yeah, we do the water. Like, he just smoked 20 packs of cigarettes and gargled some gravel. And then he's got a mouthful of marbles, and he's doing his post uh, game interviews, right? But Kirk Cousins sounds like, I don't know, like, he's trying to comfort his two-year-old daughter after she woke up from a bad dream. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... It, it was a really exciting game. It was a really good game. It, uh, it the poor Saints, man. The last three years, they've lost on the last play. Yeah, and they lost to the Vikings two years ago. Yeah. Lost to the Rams last year in very controversial fashion. And this year, and this year is also controversial. Maybe not, definitely not as controversial as last year. Last year it was obvious to everyone who watched. This year, I guess it's, I guess if it's obvious to everyone that watches, it's not controversial, right? Yeah, if everyone agrees, if everyone agrees with you, it's not, like my students at my middle school that I taught yeah. at, when it was ninety nine percent Hispanic, said, "Oh, we have a diverse campus." Yeah. I was like, nah. "Yeah, every, every, everyone knew it was PI on the Rams last yeah. year, but it wasn't called right. this year. It was debatable. Some people, so we're talking about the the touchdown pass from Cousins to to Rudolph, in uh, on Dancer on Prancer to Rudolph in the uh, in overtime. Reindeer joke. Yes. Nice. And uh, the season. <laughs> A month ago for that joke. And there's obviously push-off by Rudolph, right? There's some offensive P.I., you could say. His arm extends to, to push away the defender. The defender's also doing a little grabby on, you know, on mm. Rudolph. So, I see it both ways. I think it's probably more leans more towards offensive P.I. And if you have the new rule in place where you can review that... Why not? Why not review it? Although, New York... I guess said that they looked at it quickly and decided not to do like a full blown review. Like, like there was enough evidence to take a closer I look guess. at it. Interesting. I I just I know Saints fans think the world's out to get them. Yeah. Right. But 
that's that is a crappy way to win. Uh, I mean to lose. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you texted. I, I sent you a story today. I don't think we'll really get into it. We've already talked about baseball teams potentially cheating. The, the Red Sox today were uh, are, are now alleged to have used uh, illegally used uh, video replay during games to steal signs during their 2018 season, which they won uh, the World Series over the Dodgers. So the, the the two times the Dodgers were in the World Series, they've uh, they lost to teams that have now been alleged to have cheated. Uh, throughout the season. Anyways. Um, I just want to point out that I send it to you first and then you send it to me later. Oh. Uh, well, so, I w- it was more of a... Yeah, from a dot. Okay, yeah, you're right. You did. I just want... Uh, I, I don't know why I needed that credit. But I think yeah. we do that sometimes where we, we send someone something and then like... We, do we send the same thing. It's like, oh, look what I found. Anyways, um, I was lamenting this, you know, and you said the Dodgers are the Saints. Yeah, they're the Saints of baseball. Yep, yep. The Saints of baseball. And, and I think it's unfortunately true i wish we had run one as recently as the saints but it's these teams that have super high expectations and perform really well and then heartbreaking losses in the postseason in what seems to be nefarious or uh yeah really unlucky ways like you have you have what could be pass interference calls that go against the saints and then for the dodgers the two times they lose the world series seem to be against teams that were actively cheating either yeah. that season or during the series itself. Um, and I was trying to think, is there a basketball equivalent? And I would say it's maybe the Houston Rockets. Because they've got the talent, oh. they've been there so many times, and and the one time it really seemed like they were going to do it, they went, what, 0 for 27 from it 3? Was it was just, like, statistically impossible, yes. and they did it. Right. Anyways. That's, that will never happen again. I don't think that team has... A shot, a streak like that from the field, let alone from three, since. That's just an epic collapse that has to happen. So the Golden State Warriors got super lucky. Yeah, there. and so that was that was the the one team I could think of maybe in the in, in the NBA. That that's a good comparison. These tortured fan bases, you you feel like in your in that window there should have been at least one championship, maybe two, and uh, and you've got nothing to show for it, and it hurts, David. So the worst thing, and I'm about to experience this as a 49ers fan. <laughs> Right? But your it's, window's just starting. Yeah, yeah, but I have expectations. Yeah. Right? So oh, expectations are the worst. So expectations is what set these things expectations up, Expectations right? are the thief of joy. Oh, wow. I like that. So one of our favorite authors, Brother Brandon, uh, Brandon Sanderson, he wrote uh, a book called Words of Radiance. And at the end of this book, a character is talking to a little crab. Okay? And you don't you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so he's talking to a little crab, and he tells a story about this uh, this vagabond, this bum mm-hmm. that gets invited to like a king's feast where he feeds the homeless for a day, like it's a special ceremony, like a special thing, a festive uh, festival of some kind or something. Yeah. So he's in the palace, and there's a, going to be an unveiling as part of this fest, uh, these festivities. Of I'm having a hard time with festive festivities festival. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep that going. Fiesta, and he uh, they're going to unveil this painting by this master painter, right? So this vagabond, this this hobo, goes into the facilities and uses the bathroom in this palace, right? Yeah. There's no toilet paper. So he runs out and grabs the first thing he can get, which is the really expensive painting. So he wipes himself with this really expensive painting, throws it up back up on the wall to hide that what he had done, and sneaks back to the feast, right? They unveil the painting, and people love it. And it's a huge success, and everyone absolutely adores the painting and things like that, right? Yeah. And the little the guy tells telling the little crab the story says, okay, this is all about expectations, right? If you're expecting something amazing, almost no matter what you get, you're going to be happy with it, even if it's crap. But <laughs> if you're expecting crap and you get something amazing, you're going to be blown away by it, 
right? So he's all about expectations and things like that. And I thought that was really funny. So as a sports fan, as a Dodgers fan, you should have won a World Series during this the, the, this group of guys. During Clayton Kershaw's mm-hmm. uh, time with the Dodgers, you should have won a World Series. But you haven't, and it's heartbreaking. Yes. The Saints feel that way. The Saints feel like they could and should have won Super Bowls, but were robbed of Super Bowls, yeah. right? multiple Super Bowls. Some yes. team fan bases are delusional. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys fan base is one of those. <laughs> It's right? a, it's a, it's their year next year, David. Oh yeah, now that Mike McCarthy's here. Oh, did you hear this scenario where Tom Brady is going to leave the Patriots for the Cowboys? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Mike McCarthy and Tom Brady. I don't know, but anyway, uh, a lot of fan bases will trick themselves into thinking they have a chance when mm-hmm. they really don't. But I think the Saints are one of those that have a legitimate reason to be like, no, this sucks. We could have and should have won more, and we haven't. Yeah. No. I mean, what's crazy, like, they were in, like, they had, like, the number one seed for part of, like, like two weeks ago for, like, part of the day, right? Yep. And then they dropped to the three seed, so now they have to play in the wild card, and then they lose. Against the Seahawks, right? Who were who were right there for the one seed, but because of the mm. weird rules in the NFL, they were the five seed. All right. I'm looking forward, and the Seahawks-Eagles, it was, like, the least entertaining game of the weekend, but it was still close. Every game was within a score. Poor Josh McCown, man. Well, good for him, actually. Like, Carson Wentz gets injured. Poor Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he gets, uh, Jadavian Clowney sandwiched his head against the turf, right? <laughs> Carson Wentz gets a concussion, and dirty play, not a dirty play, whatever it is, it sucks that Carson Wentz can't stay healthy. Yeah. And look, people that, that say you gotta, you got to get rid of him because he's uh, an injury well, risk or whatever. Well, they've already paid him. They can't get rid of him now, but yeah. But my thing is, getting hurt in football isn't a skill, right? <laughs> it's not like in Madden where there's like a durability stat. Right. Like, that doesn't exist. That was just a fluky freak play I mean, you he can, got hurt. you can have bad knees or you can have that's one thing right but 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 your head smashed injuries are not those types of injuries yes exactly so people saying like oh get off this Carson Wentz guy or whatever who knows the result of that game if he stays in it because Josh McCown he's a a serviceable NFL backup but he's not a guy that's going to lead you to a a win against I mean the Seahawks only put up 17 points like yeah could could Wentz have put together another score and a field goal one more drive yeah I mean probably when you think think about it that way yeah but Anyway. So I think I think the weekend went kind of how we all expected. Tannehill and Cousins combining to end the uh, the Brady and Breeze uh, eras. The dynasties are over. Well, Taysom Hill, I think he had a better passer rating than Drew Brees that game. Taysom Hill was the was the spark on that offense. Yeah, for sure. And and they went away from him for whatever reason. But it's like yeah, when they want some gadget plays in the second or third quarter, they'll go to Taysom Hill and he'll throw the ball. I told you a couple weeks ago they should just let him drop back and throw. Yeah, they did it. He gained like sixty yards all through the air. That was an amazing throw. But it was amazing uh, to watch Cousins actually throw it downfield. That blew my mind because I was on the road driving. He's a dink and dunker. On. Oh yeah. I, and I sent you that. I said, did he dink, dunk, yeah. and yak his way to a score? And you were like, no, he's thrown it down the field. And I said, no way. I thought you were messing with me. I saw the highlights, and I didn't know what I was watching. I kept checking to make sure it said Vikings in the corner. Yeah. I was adjusting the color on my TV to make sure it wasn't like Russell Wilson throwing it, and it was him. Yeah, well, crazy, he's got twenty twenty vision, man. Huh? Cousins. Now, now he's finally got a twenty twenty vision. Mm, I don't like that. It's twenty twenty. I don't like that. Okay, but I said it. I don't like it. It's been said. It has. Uh, LeBron James should be the MVP. Of the National Basketball Association? No, of the NFL. Of course okay. the National Basketball. Uh, I, if, uh, if it's not Luka, it's got to be LeBron, right? He is the best point guard in the league, and he plays small forward. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, okay, I agree. I mean, I think, I think he's the most impactful, most valuable. Like, if you look at 
the Lakers splits with him on and off the floor. Like, this is actually a really bad trend they've had lately, the past four or five games. Uh, they're on a five-game winning streak, but he hasn't really had an easy game, meaning, like, he hasn't been able to just take off the fourth quarter. Yeah. Right? They'll build because, up because 20... Every, yeah, every time he go, sits down for the fourth quarter, the other team comes back and starts... Well, that, it within that's 10. the thing. They've built up double-digit leads in each of these games, some as, as much as, like, 25 points... And uh, and he and AD end up having to come back in because the second unit is uh, is a little bit lost, and it's usually Rajon Rondo kind of leading the offense. And for all that he might give you, Rajon Rondo's just not a very good basketball player anymore. He yep. really isn't. Like he's known as a defensive uh, a defensive stopper. And a good initiator, initiator on offense, and most of that is just reputation at this point. Yeah, uh, he's just not—he's not good on defense, right? And offensively, what he will do is he'll dribble the ball up the court, then dribble it at the top of the key, and with about eight seconds left in the shot clock, he'll pass it to someone, right? And then by that initiating point, initiating the offense. Yeah, I mean it's—it's it's really stagnant and it's like super low energy offense. It's amazing to see the difference. When AD and LeBron come in, not by AD and LeBron. I mean, they can score at will, right? Like but the whole team. But everyone up. else, yes, right. I mean, Alex Caruso is nigh unstoppable when he's playing with AD and, and, and LeBron. Such right? a high motor. And when he's not, he's just your regular YMCA gym rat, you know? That's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> he does. He and now like... that he's got the headband, have you seen the new celebration? Uh-uh. So what he dunks or whatever with the headband? You know like the eyebrow thing where you like kind of rub your hands yeah. over there? He uh-huh. does it over the over the headband with two fingers. It's really cool. Oh, he's my favorite. Uh, Welcome to the Alex Carew show. So so we always say wait till Christmas, you'll know who the good teams are. I think we kind of know who the good teams are, and I think there's probably Six, seven teams who could actually win this the title. Um, I think the Bucks look amazing. Uh, Did you hear? But, but 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 they're so so reliant on Giannis. But okay, regular season NBA and postseason NBA, two totally different games. Yeah, for sure. So when uh, if people that are worried about the Lakers' second unit, don't worry about the yeah, Lakers' second unit. LeBron's going to play forty minutes. A yes, game. they will not get on the court. Right? Yeah. The Lakers' second unit just won't be on the floor very much. And I think with Giannis, it's the same thing. You're going to lean more heavily on the stars come playoff time, so Giannis yeah. is going to shine even more. I am excited about Luka Doncic in the NBA right now. Someone, he's uh, super exciting. Yeah. Someone said recently that he's the best Dallas Mavericks player ever. Well. And that is one year removed from... Well. Dirt, well, it said the best player. Not, like, didn't have the best career, but the best player. And it's hard to argue if he's, he's the best talent they've ever had. Yeah, it's hard to argue that on a team you... that's had Jason Kidd, Dirk Nowitzki, Vince Carter, Vince Carter, <laughs> but Jamal Mashburn, Mash, Sean Bradley. <laughs> so, but if you can average a triple double at age twenty in your second in second, he's season, awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah, he he's amazing. I don't know if I can go with best player, but. He very well could have the best career by the end, and maybe, you know, I mean, at this point, he's already, you know, considered a top five, which by NBA standards, top five means top 15. Because everyone, there, there are 15 players who are top five players. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, anyone who's really, really, really good in the NBA, it's top at five. some point, it's like, oh, he's a top five player, right? Yeah. Like, AD, would you say he's a top five player? Yeah. What about Kawhi? Yep. What about LeBron? Yeah. Uh, what about James Harden? 
Sure. Yeah. What about Giannis? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what about Luca? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jo- Joel Embiid. Yeah, Joel Embiid. Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know about Jimmy Butler. Yeah, maybe about Jimmy Butler. Maybe top five. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe six or seven. Yeah, maybe yeah. six or seven. But yeah, I mean, you can you can list ten guys right to any pe- any random person. Be like, oh yeah, he's top five. And we're not even thinking about the injured guys like Steph. Yeah. Clay. Steph, yeah. KD. Dre. Uh, yeah, not Draymond. Uh, Paul George Kyrie. was Paul George was MVP finalist last year. Point God, so he's still playing really well. Um, Chris Paul, he's kind of like he's in a small market now. It's like no one's paying attention to him. Yeah, and he hasn't like bullied anybody in a while. So maybe he has. We're just not watching. No, that's true. We don't know what's going on there. I do know he's playing well supposedly. So yeah, yeah. basketball's fun. Uh, I'll, I'll just shout out real quick to college uh, college football. It's been fun, interesting, right? But yeah. now I feel like. LSU Clemson is like the script is writing itself the way it's supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was supposed to be LSU Clemson from the beginning, and here it is. Ever since, uh, as soon as Alabama was out of the playoff, it's like how it. I feels like it's how it had to be. I thought Ohio State was going to win. Oh, I really, I really did think they were going to pull it out against Clemson, and it just did not break their way. And it seemed like a, a safety making a mistake gave yeah. Clemson the win there, and I, I yeah. think that's interesting that. For for a couple of years now, it seems like safeties making big mistakes have let their team down. Mm. And so if I, and I know it doesn't happen all the time, and I know it's the most uh, high profile position in sports sometimes is the defensive back making a mistake. Because when a lineman makes a mistake, no one notices. When a linebacker makes a mistake, you usually don't notice. When a defensive back makes a mistake, the entire stadium and the entire world notices. Right, and so maybe it's just their high-profile position that they play, but safety's ru- uh, ruining games for these teams is getting kind of like uh, an epidemic. Yeah. You know, yeah, whatever. So college football playoff championship is coming soon. Yeah, that's uh, next week. By the time, oh, Burrow well, or Lawrence? No, I'm going. I'm going to LSU. Go I, Tigers! They, they just they look so good. Yeah. Go and uh, yeah, I mean, I can't I can't bet against Coach O. The Swamp Monster will get you. <laughs> All right, David. So I've got. About 10 minutes before I got to go eat, because okay. I'm on a very strict eating schedule. Can I eat with you? Yes. Okay. Um, so, you want to do a few minutes of Star Wars reaction to Rise of Skywalker and, and, and Star Wars in the year 2020? Let's do it. Okay, so, so super spoiler alert, if you're listening, you haven't watched all of The Mandalorian, yep. you haven't watched all of Rise of Skywalker, Yep. and, uh, and you don't want to know anything about Star Wars, stop listening now. And go. I loved Rise of Skywalker, David. I liked it too. A lot I've heard I've seen a lot of takes online that, oh, it's a horrible film and J it's all fan service. Well I'm a fan. <laughs> I I enjoy fan service. Especially from Star Wars. If you can't fan service a little bit in Star Wars, what are we even doing here? Yeah. Um, and my biggest thing is like this isn't a Scorsese, right? right? This isn't supposed to be art. It's supposed this to be isn't a fun high movie. cinema, right? It's a fun movie. And was it fun? Did you? As I was sitting in that movie, there were several times where I went, oh, and yeah. I just enjoyed it. And so I, it was fun, and I liked it. Yeah, I was sitting next to the, my first viewing. I, I, I'm fortunate enough to have seen it twice, David. Oh, uh, my first viewing, I was seated in between two people I did not know. The guy to my right, he was uh, by himself as well, and we kept like nudging each other's elbows like oh my goodness ah like we were like legitimately having fun together even though i did not know the man um anyways i felt a connection david fandom will do that it really will like you start high-fiving strangers when yeah. the team scores a touchdown same thing when when poe does something good you start nudging elbows and, and high-fiving i did not have a super spoiler alert 
just so you know, I did not have a problem with Ray being a Palpatine. I, yeah. In fact, that was my prediction. It was. I, I think I called that sometime around The Last Jedi. Um, I think even before. Maybe I even before. Force I think Awakens. The, I think I think that's true. Even before The Last Jedi kind of sealed it for me. Right. And I, I was thinking from day one, I thought she was a Skywalker because her story is like that, page for page Luke Skywalker's. And yes. I thought for sure that's what it yeah. would be. And I thought it was poetic that a Palpatine kind of mirrors that journey, right? Yeah. And then assumes the Skywalker name. Yeah. Well, it, she she does mirror Luke's journey. She's the grandson of, or the, the descendant of, a, of an evil person. The Sith Lord. Yeah, yeah, who then comes and defeats the Sith Lord, right? Yeah. So it's, it's basically the Skywalker journey told from the Palpatine perspective. Yeah. Super um, original. Yeah. And I was uh, re-watching The Last Jedi with Lara, and yeah, I mean, you have the scene where, where Luke finally agrees to train her, and uh, in her mind, she goes straight to the dark place, yep. right? On the island, right? She's, su- she's just naturally drawn to the dark side and when kylo ren makes her angry her natural impulse is to shoot lightning from her hands like a sith did, did vader ever have force lightning or is that a palpatine only thing that seems to be a a, a very well count dooku did it okay uh, the people that have done it in the movies are count dooku and palpatine yeah okay. right and so no jedi has done it so she was the first person that was considered quote light side yeah that in the movies shot lightning out of her hands right yeah. there are all sorts of video games where you get a guy that shoots lightning right Got but it. you know yeah. the video games aren't necessarily what we would call canon <laughs> or i don't know why as star wars fans we don't call it the blaster canon why not right the star wars blaster canon or e-web yeah the e-web the star wars e-web e-web turret scary stuff man but I liked I liked Rise of Skywalker too. I uh, I wish I wanted so bad for Rey to make her own lightsaber mm-hmm. and to for it to be a double bladed lightsaber. Right? It still might be. That's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking but but I, I wish it was double bladed. Like something really cool at the end of the movie. So she goes and buries the lightsaber Skywalkers, which is tender, sweet moment, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I mean, those are probably really valuable weapons. Why would you get rid of those anyway? <laughs> then you uh, could you imagine how much you would have gotten for those at a pawn shop? Oh, she could have taken them to her her junker friend in Jakku, right? Or like if if uh, if uh, Wada was still alive, how many uh, rations could she have gotten for those? Oh my gosh, could you imagine? One quarter portion. <laughs> but uh, so anyway. I wanted her to have her own lightsaber and have, like, her own legacy. I wanted this to be the movie where she breaks away from Luke and all those other things, the Skywalker legacy with the lightsaber, and have her own thing. And it would have been so cool visually to see this yellow lightsaber. Oh, so for her to actually use it in the yes, film. Yes, okay. that would have been so much yeah. better. I feel like, because one of my big, I don't, I don't want to say complaints, but what I wish they would have done is gotten away from, it was supposed to be, like, ending the Skywalker saga, yeah. which is great, but then Rey also just became... Uh, like an appendage to that instead of her own thing mm. right so now I feel like they have to make more Ray movies for her to be her own character because yeah. she was just like an extension of the Skywalker story yeah that's interesting I wonder if they will continue with the Ray Poe Finn uh, characters I mean you would think why not they'll make billions and billions of dollars like right. these characters are, are loved and and uh, well, what I've what I've heard is the new trilogy that's coming out in what 2022 24 yeah. and 26 is going to take place in uh, the High Republic era, which is 400 years before uh, A New Hope or, yeah. or, or The Phantom Menace. So yeah. Yoda's going to be around because he's 800 years old when he dies in Empire, right? So he's still going to be around, and we might see some height of his powers Yoda, which would be super cool. That would be really cool. Um, so yeah, so if, if that is the case, and they don't revisit these characters for eight years or whatever it is when they do the next set of films, like... 
that that's an interesting choice to me um and now some of its actors too. Maybe the actors are just done with the characters, right? Maybe some that's... actors are weird like that, right? Like yeah. Christian Bell's like, I'm not making another yeah. Batman. Which I mean, he, he considers himself like a really yeah. high quality thespian. He's not just an actor, right? Yeah. Well, Harrison mean, but... Ford didn't want to come back for Force Awakens, right? but I mean, he came back. He didn't even want to come back for the Empire. Like he wanted yeah. to die and oh, leave I just home. kill him off. Yeah. Yeah. But he, uh, especially after Empire, when they put him on ice, yeah, he was like, I oh, just kill him off. But I, I'm glad they kept him around. But when. I've had, I've had a couple of similar moments in the theaters where I told you about an endgame when it's dead quiet and, and Thor's hammer starts shaking. Yeah. In the theater, it was dead quiet. And I went, because oh, I knew Captain America was going to yeah. grab it. And I was like, I knew it. And as I said that out loud to myself, Thor said it. Uh. So, cool. so when I was sitting there and, and Ray and Ben have their first fight, right? She heals him and she runs away and he's sitting there thinking and he's standing there looking at the sea and you hear, hey, kid. I, I was the only one in the theater that went, because <gasps> like, did you recognize the voice? Yeah, because I knew it. Han Solo, and plus the Hey Kid, right? Yeah. And uh, he turns around, and there's Harrison well, Ford, and, right? And last words from um, from Luke. See you around, kid. See you around, kid. Uh huh. Yeah. And when uh, when he says, uh, and he tells, he tells uh, Luke tells Ben, he says, "If you kill me in anger, I will always be with you." Yeah. Just like your father. And so a lot of these things are coming together nicely, kind of wrapping them up with a cute little bow here. And I appreciated those elements of it. Because, but something I find interesting, and I, I mentioned this to you while we were talking about the movie after we both saw it, J.J. Abrams seemed to like completely ignore The Last Jedi and kept referencing A Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah. It was almost like he didn't want The Last Jedi to exist. Yeah, well, so I think he, he kept some really key things from it, right? Because you have to for continuity. He, he, he kept Force time, right, between kylo and ray which i think was great because well, that's some of the, the best scenes yeah the force dyad yeah it's like a triad but there's two of them they don't want to call it a duo they <laughs> have to think of something biad. different. <laughs> yeah i guess it didn't i guess he wanted to avoid avoid the word biad yeah um so yeah he, he kept that um and yeah I, I think you can take a perspective of he's just completely disregarding it but i also i kind of get it too right like i think they should have just had him do the whole trilogy they, 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 they should have had, should have had it mapped out yes. like these you know you don't write every word but these key elements in each film need to happen right yeah. or we need to establish this or that yeah. and and here's here's the ending right yeah. now now he said that he along with his uh, co-writer terrio i don't know, i can't remember his name anyways he had a co-writer right um that the plan was always for palpatine to be the villain yeah like that he was always pulling the strings and that he just couldn't get to where he needed to in The Force Awakens to kind of establish that. And so he worked through proxies like Snoke and then Kylo Ren. Yeah. And uh, and so that that gives me comfort that it, that, that was the plan, but I wonder if it really was. I wonder if that's saving face. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, Ryan Johnson's take on Star Wars, it, it, it I don't know, didn't seem to further that. Yeah. That, that Palpatine was, I guess the the one thing he did do was kill off Snoke, right? Which allowed Palpatine to then come out of the shadows, right? So I think there were some, I can't I can't imagine that they didn't sit down together and say, okay, this is the overall arc we're going right. through. Because because say what you want about the or, or yeah, and Ray's lineage, like yes. that could that should not have been a decision as they're writing. No, Rise of Skywalker. No, I think from the beginning that's what it was. But episodes one through six were written by the same guy and then directed yeah, by different people, right? right? 
How come they couldn't have done the same thing where the overall vision of the story, seven through nine, was written by one individual who had one concept and all these ideas in his head from the beginning to the end or her head from the beginning to the end and then just have someone else direct it? That, I think, would have been uh, a safer way to go about it and would have felt more continuous. But what the... What I don't like about Last Jedi, just overall as a Star Wars movie, I think it's a fine movie. But the I don't Last like Jedi or Rise of Last Jedi. Okay. What I don't like about it is that it, it, it isn't, there's no time skip. Every other Star Wars movie, there's a time yes, skip. Right. Where you can let things develop and things like right. that. But not having a time skip between episodes seven and eight handcuffs J.J. Abrams in the next movie because he has to explain a lot of things that have happened. For example, Palpatine just showing up in the opening crawl. Mm-hmm. That was a huge bummer. It, it should have been some cool, huge reveal. Like, you're in the theater, and all of a sudden you hear his voice coming over a broadcast, and everyone's freaking out, and we can all be surprised together with the yeah. characters that Palpatine's still around. But because he had to cover so much material in two and a half hours, apparently 40 minutes of it was cut, and he wasn't happy about it, but uh, Disney cut a bunch of stuff out. But you... Uh, you kind of handcuff him into having to do more than he wanted to do. And as a storyteller, that can get frustrating because your pacing's off. Because the movie felt fast because he had to cover a lot of stuff yeah. really quickly. But he still, I'm sure, didn't cover Which led to a really to. fun kind of theater experience. Yeah. But it could have been... Right, I agree. It could have been a better movie if they let it, you know, just marinate a little bit longer. Some it, of those... Could have let it breathe. Could have had sure. some, some maybe bigger payoffs. Yeah. Um, but... How it is, I think it's fun. If we ever get to see the JJ cut, that'll be awesome. I don't know. Disney's kind of funny about that stuff. Yeah. Um, Just ask, uh, who, what's, uh, what's the other one that people are freaking out about? They want to see, uh, oh, the, the Justice League director's cut. Yeah. Everyone wants to see that too. The um, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Nope. Um, but I'm happy with the state of Star Wars right now. I am too. I mean, we're getting the TV shows at Disney Plus. They're good. they're halfway through filming season two of Mandalorian. Season one was awesome. We got to see a dark saber, the dark saber. Um, so cool. Yeah, and and um, Clone Wars is coming back next month. Uh, and apparently, they're like this is going to this this season. I think is going to feature. Uh, the uh, the siege of Mandalore, something like that. Oh wow! Or purge, or I think I think it's gonna like feature some of the stuff that's being referenced in the Mandalorian. Oh, that's cool. Uh, because the, one of the main characters in Star Wars Rebels is a Mandalorian, and you get to see right. a lot of stuff. She actually has the dark saber. She recovers it for the Mandalorian people, and so to see the is journey, that Sabine? Yes. Yeah. And so to see the journey of of what the dark saber is and what it symbolizes coming uh, kind of full circle in the Mandalorian, I'm hoping. Din Djarin, who was revealed in the last episode, is yeah. the name of the Mandalorian. We have to see his face for a second because IG-11 isn't living. And so no living thing has seen his... his now uh, the child needs a name. Yeah. And, and then we'll be good. I think it's Keith. <laughs> so they... Uh, or Lance. So they... Uh, anyway, it was just super cool to see all that go full, full circle. And now it opens up some cool possibilities. Like, does Din Djarin obtain the Darksaber? And does he lead the Mandalorian people mm-hmm. back to prominence? He's not a Mandalorian himself. What are you feeling as, so, well, as a cool. long time star wars fan david what are your feelings of possibly revealing the location of the yoda species and finding out more about the species because for so long it's been a mystery and it's and lucas wanted it to stay that way like it was his decision to basically not give more background about yoda and for there to really not be any more yoda like characters to keep the air of mystery around the character and so um, well, well his, his role changed in the films, right? In episodes four, 5 and 6, he's this wizened old wizard type character, and the air of mystery served that character yeah. to make that character a stronger character in that trope, right? Mm-hmm. But then you go to episodes 1 through 3, and you see him as a warrior. Yeah. And then it kind of takes away the mystical nature of that character. He becomes more physical, more real, less yeah. ethereal, right? And so 
I'm a hundred percent okay with that because there's there's a female Yoda in Episode One mm-hmm. on the Jedi Council. Yaddle. Yeah, and there's there's other. So anyway. Yeah. And especially if they do the uh, so I, I would love the to films four hundred years before yeah. Phantom Menace, we're gonna get to a lot more about Yoda. You would imagine yes. he'd be a main character. Absolutely, he might just be uh, just a Jedi Knight. We might get yeah. to see Yoda as a Padawan. Because here's my thing: so if the child from the Mandalorian is fifty years old, who knows how long Yoda's species? It may take a couple hundred years for them to mature, right? Yes, and not only that, but how long is the gestation period? Right. Okay. So could Yaddle and Yoda have had a baby? And is that why Yaddle disappears? Uh, was Yoda like, you know what? We need to... Maybe there's always one Yoda and one Yaddle, mm-hmm. right? And maybe they needed to... Pro- whatever it is, right? But there's so many possibilities. And because they're setting it up like the child I'm is 50 years old... Never more. <gasps> he was talking Never about less. himself. <laughs> so maybe this child is Yoda's baby. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows, David? I, I, I don't have the answers, but... I do know that we're going to get Mandalorian Season 2 Yep. later this year. Oh my goodness. Star Wars Clone Wars. Star Wars Clone Wars. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, I think, is filming this year. I think it probably comes out next year. And the best, most awesome bit of Star Wars news, Jar Jar Binks is going to be hosting his own game show. Is he? Oh, yeah. Ahmad Best. Ahmad Best. The guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, he's going to have his own uh, game show on Disney+. Plus. Star it? Wars themed. What's it called? I don't know, something... Jedi related. Oh, like the Jedi Temple, something like that, right? Yeah, I think it's like kids doing stuff. Do you remember the, uh, what was that show with the monkey, the the shrine, and the kids would run around and do these obstacle course yeah, things? Yeah, the temple Disney? thing, Doom. The temple of Doom. Something like that. No, no, that, that's a Indiana nah, Jones thing. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, the temple. And you had like uh, uh, idols temple? and, yeah. Also, so, yeah. so I, I imagine something like that, but it's all Star Wars themed. I'm down. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, let's, let's end it here. We're back. We'll get back. We're getting back in the groove of it, David. Yeah, we are. We're gonna have a good show next week. I can feel it. We can talk about the 49ers. We'll either get the uh, depressed fan. We'll either get the elation, yeah. or the depression. I'm excited for either. Yep. Yep. Hope they win. We'll see. Either way, it'll make for a good show. I think. <laughs> yep. All right. See y'all next week. This is the way. I've spoken. Check check. Doing the mic check. David, huh? please speak. I, I mean, I, if it works for you, it's going to work for me. You know how sound works, right? <laughs>